the Hungarian horntail, more like the hungry, hungry hippo. Yeah, that's a great game. That's a classic. Hasbro? Is it Hasbro? It's Hasbro. Classic. They made a video game for it. No, they didn't. I swear they did. Why? You know, all seven Harry Potter movies, sorry, all seven Harry Potter books have their own specific game. Hmm. Like the PS2. Was that? Okay, I was going to say on PS2. Yeah. I think the last one might have been on PS3, but... Yeah, that means it's probably on GameCube too. Probably. That's like the same era. Is it? I think so. Damn. Damn, I wasn't allowed to get a console till the Wii though. So I was I, was chilling. I got my first console in grade four. So whenever the fuck that was. And my first console was a D was a DS. Okay. Okay. Is that is, is that Wii? That, I don't know. Does that count as a console? I I mean it's turned into the Switch. And that's like considered a console, so I don't know. It's a portable. It was a portable mm-hmm. console because, like, mm-hmm. if you think about the PS Vita, that mm-hmm. was a console ahead of its time. But, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. Anyways, this is just another chapter, not the hungry, hungry hippo chapter. Where we talk about a new chapter of a book every single day, and today we are on to Harry Potter. We're on our Harry Potter shit, and um, Jacob, how are you? I'm doing spectacular. Psych, I'm very frustrated once again. Um, you know the drill. You know the drill. Our our Timbit of a premiere is just, nice. he's all over the place. So I'm a little frustrated with that. But aside from that, the weather is great. So looking up, I'm looking uh, at the bright side of things. You know what I'm saying? One thing that I saw this on Twitter, and this was absolutely vile. Somebody had tweeted out, Jacob. He's the one who didn't do crack. Uh... That's terrible. It's terrible. I can't believe I'm laughing. I'm not laughing because that's terrible. I never wish death upon anybody. Damn, bro. You got the whole squad laughing. Yeah. But anyway, Jacob, <laughs> um, Harry Potter, Goblet of Fire, the Hungarian horn tales. I want to say one of the one of the better chapters of the entire series so far. Yo, this chapter goes oh, hard. I think this is where, like, listen, I already think that goblet is the best book and we're like 18 chapters oh my god yo, we're 18 chapters in we've and actually we've breezed past this what boom we're 18 chapters. yeah and like technically nothing's happened yet like a lot of things have happened but yeah nothing's happened yet so this is a good chapter so far chapter yeah. 20 is when things really start to pick up in my opinion but this chapter Oh my lord, is it absolutely stunning. We are on, sorry, chapter 19, not chapter 20. Sorry, yeah, chapter 19 is where we're on yeah. now. I'm so sorry. My no, book, well, we've we've covered 18 chapters. Covered so you're right. Chapters. Sure. Thank you, Jacob. You're on my all side. Right. And sure. that's all I could ask for in life. <laughs> but yeah, we are now Hungarian Horntails. Please, can you give us your in-depth recap? For sure. Every single episode. Oh, for show, for show. Well, um, Harry is really looking forward to his meeting with Sirius. He's got a lot to tell him, but his mind is still on the the first task, the dragons. He's kind of a, um, I just I just spoiled the whole fucking chapter. <laughs> um, yeah, well, so I will get- let's, let's talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Hermione um, says, uh, "Yo, j- just w- focus on the plan. Um, you could speak to Sirius. Um, 
don't worry. Don't worry about the task. Just speak to Sirius first and we'll figure it out from there. So yeah. meanwhile, uh, Rita Skita, she uh, published the article after all. It was, uh, wasn't really about the tournament so much as it was just a kind of a piece about Harry Potter and his family and how he cries and stuff. Doesn't even mention Cedric Diggory at all, one of the four champions, and it misspells the other's names. Uh, she basically just made up a full uh, story. And he even says that Colin Creevy is one of Harry's best friends. No, it's not. No, he's not. This is some like Piers Morgan shit. It's just, it's so, it's so out of left field. Like, it's just, what, what is going on? So Slytherin, uh, they, they've been making fun of him and it's, it's starting to get to Harry a little bit. Uh, one day he hears people yucking it up and hears other people. Uh, uh, hears another voice calling his name and he kind of flips out, turns around and it was actually Cho Chang. Uh, she said, you dropped your quill. And she wishes wishes him luck. And uh, Harry's like, damn, that was awkward. Uh, my bad. I love you, Cho Chang. Uh, don't hold this against me. <laughs> so, yeah, Harry and Ron, they're still fighting. They're playing a little bit of hardball, both sides. But Hermione, she's trying to be the mediator, trying to uh, fix things out, patch things up. Um and then Hermione and Harry, uh, they've been spending a lot of time at the library. Um, it's not as fun for Harry, though, because he's just like, uh, he's thinking about the, the tournament, the first task. But so has Crum. Crum has also been spending a lot of time at the library. Hermione is just like, what, the, what is this guy doing here? He should not be here. He should get out of here. And we should, well, actually, we'll get out of here because I know that uh, Crum is here. Um, all these girls are going to start flocking and start laughing and stuff. And it's going to piss me off. So they leave. Um, <laughs> so they end up leaving and as a, but they bring some books and they're going to, they're going to study a little bit. So as a task approaches, uh, Hermione recommends Harry go to Hogsmeade, kind of take his mind off things a little. Uh, she says, maybe we can meet up with Ronald there. And Harry says, no, ain't no way. I'm not ready for that. And I uh, says, I'm actually going to bring my invisibility cloak because I don't want anyone to see me. So he does do that. And he's kind of a dweeb for that. I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, of, let, me, let me say this right now. Harry Potter is a fucking dweeb for that. Yeah. Like, does it matter? Like, just fucking grow up, you little shits. Well, he's 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 still take he's taking it hard. All the people roasting him, all the people. It's it's a huge, it's a huge turn in that everyone was always so nice to him. Now everyone's so mean to him. It's just he's not used to it. So he's just like, I'm just gonna hide, and that's what he does. But it was maybe a good call because Rita Skeeter's there. They kind of spot her. So luckily, Harry's under an invisibility cloak. She's not gonna be able to get a quote from him. So they had to the three broomsticks to get a butterbeer. Ron is there with the twins and Lee Jordan. Harry still has his cloak on, so no one can see him. Hermione uh, thinks she looks pretty stupid because it looks like she's just sitting alone talking to herself. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's 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 what it looks like. So I understand where she's coming from. Hermione so back. she gets she gets a butterbeer and gives it to Harry under his cloak, and she whips out her spew stuff and says, uh, "Maybe the villagers they will join us." Uh, join the movement. Harry says, you should just give up on this view. She says, no, we need direct action. She may be trying to hit up the kitchens, see and go talk to them. That's real. That's real. That's how mutual aid works. You got to do direct action. She's uh, she's onto something. But anyways, Harry's mind. Real world. <laughs> Harry's mind is wandering. He's still thinking about everything. 
thinking about how different it would have been at Hogsmeade this time of year if he wasn't a champion and in general just like how this tournament has kind of affected him the next moment they they spot Hagrid and uh, he's there with Mad-Eye Moody who was drinking from his own flask due to concerns from other wizards he doesn't trust anyone making his own food or drink so he's just sipping away from his own flask and the pair the pair they get up to leave and harry kind of waves not realizing he's under an invisibility cloak but then mad eye moody starts coming towards them and moody says hey what's good harry i can see you uh i can see your cloak uh my eye can uh, it's good for that i can see through invisibility cloaks so then Hagrid kind of uh, pretends to read the spew notes, but then he whispers to Harry, says, meet me at my cabin tonight. I've got something to show you. And Hermione, um, when they when they leave, she says, maybe you shouldn't go. You've got a meeting tonight as well with Sirius. You'll probably be cutting it close in terms of time. But the night of, Harry does go down to Hagrid's. Uh, Hagrid says uh, he's got something to show, show Harry. He says, keep your cloak on, though. So Harry says... Uh, I don't have much time, uh, but Hagrid guides him towards the Beaubaton place, knocks on Madame Maxim's door, and she answers and uh, says, is it time, Agrid? And they go, and uh, he starts guiding Madame Maxim, and Harry follows with the cloak. They hear a lot of noise, and they see what appears to be a bonfire, but no, no, it's not. It's what I alluded to at the start. Dragons. It is dragons. The dragon. Four dragons. 30 wizards trying to take care of these dragons. And one of the wizards is Charlie Weasley, my guy, Charlie Weasley. Big shout out out to the Weezers. Big big shout out to the Weezers. Good band, good band. Carl Weezers. (laughs) He says to Hagrid, uh, yo, um, um, Madame Maxim's not supposed to see this. Won't she tell her students? Hagrid kind of shrugs like, meh, I I don't really care. You're a fucking pussy tonight, bro. Stop being a buzz. (laughs) And Charlie's just like, this is a great date you're going on as he's shaking his head to Hagrid. Hagrid asks, uh, what's going to be the task? And Charlie kind of explains, says, um, uh, you just basically got to get past the dragons, I think. And Charlie continues by saying, it'll be tough. Uh, whoever gets the Hungarian Horntail, this one is a crazy dragon. It's a very strong dragon, very uh, hard to get by, he thinks. Uh, a dragon trainer saying that, so... It's probably uh, probably pretty true. <laughs> I mean, like you, I've learned one thing in life, Jacob. If somebody yeah. says something's hard, it's probably hard. Yeah, listen, listen to people. Isn't that hard? Yeah, it's a, little, it's a little hard to listen to people. It's Sometimes hard. it is. So he also Charlie also adds that Miss Weasley's been super worried about Harry after reading the article in the Daily Prophet, and she didn't know that he cries for his mom still because that's what it says in the article it's not true but that's what it says so she's worried but harry begins to head back he's he's got hurt enough he's he gets what's going to be happening for the first test task but he's still very nervous so he starts running off but then he runs into karkarov in his invisibility cloak but karkarov thinks it's just an animal and he kind of just continues on so oof, close call the the visibly cloak was still covering him up Ooh. uh surely karkarov was snooping uh to find out about what the task is and the dragons so he thinks only cedric is the one that won't know about the first task 
And Harry now arrives back in the common room and he begins his convo with Sirius. He starts telling about, about everything that's been happening and finishes off with the newest revelation, the dragons. So he says, we can deal with the dragons, but there is something else you need to know. And that something else is that Karkaroff was actually a Death Eater. Moody, Mad-Eye Moody put him in Azkaban and that's why Dumbledore brought Moody back. He was released uh, by the ministry for basically snitching on other Death Eaters. He kind of had a plea deal um, and that's how he's out. And now he's got a lot of enemies in Azkaban. And he's uh, serious continues by saying since he's got out, he's been teaching dark magic. So assume that Victor Crumb knows some dark magic. So be kind of careful. And Harry says, well, damn, uh, then he must have put my name in the gog- Goblet of Fire, right? And then Sirius is just like, yeah, he probably did. He adds that he's been reading a lot of the Daily Prophet, how they said there is an incident with Mad-Eye Moody, a false alarm with those dustbins. But Sirius, he's a smart guy. He thinks someone was actually trying to get Mad-Eye Moody because they knew he'd be at Hogwarts for this term and they didn't want him interfering with this business. He adds that Bertha Jorkins has gone missing. He knows about this. He knows that she, uh, he knows her from Hogwarts. And she says, or he says she's been a nosy kind of person, easy to fool. She probably gave out the information to Voldemort saying that the tournament was happening. So um, be careful, essentially. He's not sure 100% if it was Karkarov or not, but he thinks Voldemort is definitely involved because he's smart and of course he is <laughs> it would be easy um to get harry in this kind of circumstance in the tournament it's already a dangerous tournament so a lot of people die from it so voldemort is also a smart wizard so he's plotting he's plotting that's why he's telling harry he gives then he gives harry some advice on the dragons but before he can finish uh harry he says to harry you gotta go uh somebody's coming here's someone coming around the corner and it was ronald weasley Fucking he asked Harry, <laughs> who was he talking to? And Harry is just super mad in the moment. It's just whips at one of those badges at, at Ron and goes to bed upset. That's where the chapter ends. Not a big fan of Harry Potter this chapter. Yo, love he's... him. Love him. But kind of a dickhead. Really? Yeah. Resorting to violence too? I don't know, even, like, I, I get the violence part. He's angry. But it's like, it, it's wrong. <laughs> You guys still have a fucking history together. I don't know. Like, I just, to me, it's hard to, to, to justify his behavior, like grow up kind of thing. Yeah, no, I agree. That's he's, he's acting out of pocket, but I understand. I, uh, it's wrong, but I understand he's uh, a teenager who's overcome with so much emotion, doesn't know what to do about it. And he lashes out at someone who he cares about deeply. He does care about Ron, even if he's extremely mad with him. Uh, they're not on the same page still, uh, evidently, as Harry whipped some uh, badges at him. But I understand where he's coming from, but but I'm, I'm with you. It's not proper to act that way. It could have been a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. But... It is what it is. Um, yeah, I. It's it, you're right. It fucking it, it is what it is. I'm. I love this chapter. It's, oh my! It's God. it's a banger. It's really a banger. And usually this is what I do when I when it's one of these type of chapters. I'm gonna just say it right off the bat. It's a five out of five. This was a a, a solid chapter. Yeah, five out of five. I one thousand and a half percent agree with you on that. Like, listen, we had. Not only a great 
a great interaction of of Hagrid trying to get some pussy from <laughs> Madame Maxine. <laughs> we also had like, you know, Harry being a good guy, telling Cedric what the fuck's going on. Then Moody being like, "Listen, man, I know what you did there. It's kind of uh, how the how the tournament works. It's all about fucking cheating." So. I like that. That was great. And then like the whole serious interaction, it's like we said it at the beginning. Harry just wants a father figure. And to finally get to talk to Sirius face to face, kind of, it was magical. And all of that combined with the fact that we know what the first task is going to be. It's just outstanding. Yeah. Like we said in the last chapter, the last chapter was a bit of a kind of stepping stone into this chapter, which is just super, super good. It's one of my favorite chapters in the entire series so far. And it's the continued storyline of Ron and Harry, and it really gets to a kind of awkward point, uh, as we see at the end of the chapter. But the, the most interesting part for me is, is that that visit that we've been waiting for from Sirius, uh, the fire, the fire chat, the fireside chat with Sirius Black was filled with a lot of tea. Um, Karkarov is apparently a very untrustworthy man. We've, I've kind of gotten that vibe from him that he's a little, a little odd. And even in the last uh, chapter, or one of the last chapters when he, he saw Mad-Eye Moody. They had a bit of a little uh, spat there in front of, the, in front of everyone. Yeah. And now we know why. It's because Mad-Eye Moody locked up, as he does, uh, Death Eaters and sends them to Azkaban. And Karkarov was one of them. So to see that he probably is involved, at least in some way, and uh, Harry's name being in the Goblet of Fire, maybe, maybe not, because... The way he reacted when Harry's name was came out and he was like, no, that's not fair. We need more people in. He was threatening to boycott the tournament. So I don't know. There's a lot of kind of complications and complicated um, thinking coming from this Karkarov revelation. But it's super fascinating. And I'm just eager to see how that plays out. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, that's something that kind of like went over my head. Is I totally forgot about the whole Karkarov situation. From Harry seeing him at you know, the dragon thing to how Sirius described him. And it kind of puts a wrench in the whole thing of like, fuck, who who actually did put Harry's name in the thing? Like, my money's still on Ludo Bagman. He's been a little bit too weird for my liking. But, but, this whole Karkaroff situation, because I actually, again, I forgot everything about this chapter. I Sorry, about this book mainly all of the books so now i'm like i'm i feel as if i'm reliving everything for the first yeah, time and it's it's amazing because i'm like damn like this is just so fucking good yeah. it's just so good yeah i i think it's it's a really good chapter it's one of like i said it's one of my favorites and i don't know and that we've already kind of touched on the kind of my favorite parts of it the uh karkarov's revelations and then the growing animosity or however you want to call it between harry and ron and then there's hagrid there's hagrid doing his thing helping out harry but in the end it's partly to get a little pussy as you say um so <laughs> shout out to my man hagrid uh he's doing his thing uh, keeping he's got goals in mind so he one of the goals is to help out harry the other is to help him help his fucking little help, friend out there do you think his dick, do you think it is his dick okay. the size of harry no. 
I'm being dead. Like, listen, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have to deal with me. I am so sorry you have to deal with me, but please, do you think that's... Bro, okay, not once in my entire life until now did I ever think of Hagrid's dick. (laughs) How large it may or may not be. You're welcome. Um... I don't even know how to respond. Is it the size of Harry Potter? <laughs> how okay, but how big is I know how big he is in comparison in the movies, but how big is he like actually like of a person? That's actually probably the bigger question. So I think he's like 12 feet tall. Hmm. That's large. No shit. <laughs> of course it's large. It's fucking, it's really large. Gargantuan. Ah, uh, I hate that word. I don't know why. I'm sorry. Well, no, I said no, no. It. It's okay. It's okay. Gargant- it, it's, I'm not saying it's like a bad word. It, it's just, it's, it's a weird word. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Well, yeah. All right. It is what it is. You, you got me. Yeah. He probably has a long schlong. I don't know, man. Besides it is Harry, though, that's my question. Is it? The I, I don't know, man. I, I, I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. But if you would like to know, I'm sure that the internet is a vast place. I'm sure there's Rule Thirty Four Hagrid. Um, I don't recommend you ever search that up. But um, what? Uh, okay. All right. It is what it is. Um, moving on to my yeah. favorite character. Okay. <laughs> This guy, what? All right. Um, so yeah, I don't I don't know how much or like how much else you want to kind of cover. We kind of covered the the biggest things in the chapter, I think. Yeah. Um so my favorite character in this chapter is actually drum roll, please. But serious black because of the amount of detail and information he gave. And uh He's really just looking out for Harry. He gives us a lot of the stuff we need to know and to, to kind of feel a little bit safer for Harry and his sake. But yeah, just that whole kind of story. He's been following along from a distance, uh, reading through the Daily Prophet and just being a clearly really smart wizard and just well kind of seasoned in terms of him just kind of reading between the lines and kind of deducing some stuff. Like he like with the Mad-Eye Moody thing, how he knows that that dustbin situation was not a false alarm like it was reported in the Daily Prophet. It was actually much deeper. And uh, he tends to be right about certain things. So I have a great uh, deal of kind of respect and understanding that he's probably right. So we'll just see how it truly plays out. But Sirius Black is my chapter winner because of that fireside chat. Um, yeah, I, I honestly think that Sirius is the goat, but no, my, uh, my favorite character, this chapter, Jacob, who is it? Hagrid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I don't really think I need to explain as to why it's Hagrid. Like it, it's just, you know, it's, Two birds, it, one stone with Hagrid. Yeah. Like it's just, it's fucking Hagrid. Like he's just, he's trying to get some pussy, you know, like it is, but also that it's, he cares enough about Harry again. He cares enough about Harry to just kind of be like, listen, man, like, I want the best for you. I want you to be great at this. I don't want you to die. I'm angry that you're in this. So let me give you like a little bit of a, of a leg up. And Hagrid probably knows that, you know, like Moody said, this whole tournament is probably like based around cheating. 
So why not like give Harry a little bit of an advantage? Why not? Hashtag why not? Exactly. Um, real, real uh, good looking out from our lad Hagrid, uh, Rubius Hagrid, doing doing the most. And uh, shout out to Hagrid. Shout out to Hagrid. Um, do you think Hagrid favorite... got, do you think Hagrid got some pussy though? I hope so. Sure I hope, hope so. so. I hope so. <laughs> shout out. Uh, actually, don't not shout out Kodak Black because he's he's pretty stupid. Is but, he? Um, yeah, I think. I don't know. Is he? I could be wrong, but I think he was charged with assault. I don't know. I could be very wrong. I don't want to. Uh, allegedly, I don't know. Alleged. Anyway. Alleged. Yeah. But I just know he's just stupid in general. Like he's gone to prison for like the dumbest things like very avoidable things and i don't have any sympathy for kodak black i'm sorry oh you don't have to have sympathy it's um i mean to be honest i don't know shit about kodak black I'm not really a fan of his music but um i, I guess so good yeah. good so <laughs> moving on to my favorite quote my quote of the chapter is the very end where Harry Potter and Ron, um, well, Ron kind of runs into Harry and is like, oh, who have you been talking to? And Harry's like, it's none of your business, basically. And then Ron says, oh, should have realized you didn't want to be disturbed. I'll get, I'll, I'll let you get on with practicing for your next interview um, in peace. And then Harry seized one of the Potter really stink batches uh, off the table and chucked it as hard as he could across the room. It hit Ron in the forehead and bounced off. There you go, Harry said. Something for you for you to wear on Tuesday. You might even have a scar now if you're lucky. <laughs> That's what you want, isn't it? So like we kind of touched on at the start of this pot, this uh, episode, uh, very petty kind of, yeah. kind of little spat, little fight there, but it was pretty funny, honestly. So that's yeah, I like they're they're kind of goaded. I like it. Like Harry and Ron, their whole dynamic is great. Not too much this chapter. Fuck Ron though. At the end of it, like kind of fucked up Harry's day, but also fucked up his ability to get through to um you know the proper the proper way. Oh, one thing we didn't mention: Mad Eye Moody helped my guy out, helped Harry out to figure out that he was worth something, and he was a really good fucking. Quidditch player. What was that next chapter? That's the next chapter. Anyways. Ah, <laughs> uh, sorry. Oh yeah. Say so, uh, you're blessed. You're blessed. Yeah. So, anyways, 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 my quote is a little bit more serious. It's kind of when Harry first sees the dragons, and it's this. He didn't know whether he was glad he had seen what was coming or not. Perhaps this way was better. The first shock was over now. Maybe if he'd seen the dragon for the first time on Tuesday, he would have passed out cold in front of the whole school, but maybe he would anyway. He was going to be armed with his wand, which just now felt like nothing more than a narrow strip of wood against a 50-foot-high, scaly, spike-ridden, fire-breathing dragon, and he had to get past it with everyone watching? How? Hashtag tough. Yeah. Tough times. Tough times. Harry's just, it, it's, he's, he's going through the worst right now. It's not, he's not happy. You know, he's uh, in the Triwizard Tournament, doesn't want to be, didn't enter, even though, you know, he dreamed of it. 
also didn't care. Like, he, he's fucking Harry Potter. He was going to get Chloe Chang anyways. Like, he was going to go, like, he was going to get her to do a Gluck Gluck 9000. But, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. Lord have mercy. I'm sorry. That was that was yeah. That was that was a bad one. But anyways, like, like, it's just one of those things. Like, we again. I said this last chapter. We forget that Harry's a kid, and you know when you're like 14, 15, you get really anxious about literally everything, like performing in front of classes, all of this, and let alone having to fucking fight off a 50 foot dragon when you yeah. don't know how. So you only it's experience. Tough. Yeah, your only experience with a dragon ever was Norbert, the Norbert in Ridgeback. And we we don't talk about Norbert on this podcast. No, Norbert is canceled forever and ever. Yeah, and no more Norbert ever. But, you know, five out of five chapter. Five out of five chapter. And I don't have anything else to add. So um, I don't know about you. We good? Yeah, we're blessed. We're, we're blessed. We're All right. Blessed. Well, that was a good we're, we're one. Blessed. That was a, we're blessed. We're blessed, fam. That was a good chapter. I uh, I did like the Hungarian horn tail. Definitely better than Norbert the Norwegian Ridgeback. Yeah, for sure. Oh. A million times better. So not all dragon titled chapters are bad. So uh, for your information, uh, not all of them. Not all. Most of them. I mean, if, if it's 50-50 now, am I wrong in saying most of them? No, it's not most. It's half of them. Yeah, how but, can it be most? But most in a number of two means okay. I'm not fucking doing this. <laughs> All right, that will do it for this episode of Just Another Chapter. Reminder: Hagrid is a pussy slayer. I was gonna say a nice guy, but great guy, great guy. Sorry, great guy, great guy. I, I and not, um, I this was Jacob. That is Joe, and we'll see you uh, tomorrow for the first task. We'll see how that plays out. Peace. Deuces. Deuces.